The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details. Welcome, one kile kile, hi mai, and welcome to Kiwi Knacks on Fresh FM, your community access radio station. I have the great fortune this morning to be wading through the beautiful shallow waters of Tehunanui Beach. The sun is shining, it's just a peaceful, beautiful day. You can see a dog chasing seagulls on the beach and it's just a pleasure to be here. So welcome, Kiwi Knacks is all about celebrating our wonderful um, bouquet of of different cultures here in Nelson, Tasman. There are about almost 50 different cultures. 25% of us come from different countries. We were originally born overseas. And so Kiwi Knickknacks is about celebrating and sharing our multitude of cultures here in our beautiful Nelson, Tasman region. Um, today we'll be interviewing a lovely lady from Poland who will be telling us about the Easter traditions around Easter time and Christmas time. And um, it's, it's just, uh, just lovely to share all our differences and our similarities and um, how we can enrich our lovely region with the, the cultures that we bring with us. So because Easter is a family time of celebrating our faith and um, eating lots of chocolate, let's listen to We Are Family by Sister Sledge. Hi, this is Layla. You're listening to Kiwi Knickknacks on Fresh FM.
if you've just joined us on Fresh FM Community Radio by and for the community. Today Kiwi Knickknacks is out and about in Nelson, Tasman and we have the special privilege this Easter of hearing from Alina Adamczyk about Polish traditions around Easter time. Hi Alina, tell us a bit about where you're from and a little bit about your journey to New Zealand. Hi, uh, so I'm Alina and uh, I'm originally from Poland and um, yeah, I came to New Zealand around 10 years ago uh, from Ireland, actually. So um, when I was at uni, um, I decided to go to Ireland to get a bit of an experience uh, in another country, uh, sort of student holiday kind of thing. And uh, yeah, that's where I met my husband now, then a boyfriend. Um, so yeah, we had a bit of a long distance relationship for two years and then um, when I finished uni I moved in with him and in, into in Ireland and it was always his dream to come to New Zealand. It was always something that he wanted to do and I initially didn't want to come here. I thought it's way too far. Uh, I'm not going to cope without my family, my friends and the connection with, you know, with home with Poland. Uh, but after living in Ireland for, for two years I realized that I actually only come back home twice a year and I communicate with everyone over the social media so um, yeah so eventually I made a decision yeah let's go to New Zealand we were also a bit tired of uh, cloudy weather and coldness and it wasn't quite working for us in, in Ireland we used to live in Dublin which is a big city quite crowded so yeah we wanted to go somewhere with the big wide outdoors and the good weather so New Zealand was was the place. And um, we were talking a little bit earlier about your Easter traditions and with Easter coming up, please tell us about your Easter traditions in Poland and how that translates into celebrating here in New Zealand. I'm not sure if, if you know, but Poland is a very Catholic country. So a lot of our traditions uh, work around the Catholic calendar and what's happening in, in church. So obviously Easter is a big celebration and, and pretty much starts with, the, with Lent. And um, and it's it's a time where you try to maybe avoid certain foods and and be and be good and we we don't party and you wouldn't have a wedding during Lent or anything like this. There's no big celebration, you know. It's about reflection and yeah and and maybe limiting certain pleasures. 
Uh, and so uh, obviously it ends up on Wednesday before the three days, so Thursday, Friday and Saturday. So on Saturday, just before Easter Sunday, we go to church to bless our food because it's the end of that period of scarcity. Uh, we prepare those baskets with food where, uh, you know, we put uh, a lot of eggs because obviously eggs will symbolize a new life. And sometimes we bake cakes that are shaped like a, a lamb. So that would symbolize Jesus. And uh, and then we put other other favorites, you know, some meat, some bread, salt and pepper, uh, beetroot. It's a big thing in Poland. <laughs> uh, some, yeah, some chocolate as well, of course, for the kids. And uh, on Saturday, we would go to church and it's, you know, five minutes, they, the priest would bless the food. And, and after that blessing, you can sort of start eating because we, we don't eat food on Friday and we don't eat food on Saturday before the blessing. So after the blessing of the food, we would be able to have something to eat, but we wouldn't have a feast until Sunday morning, which is a big feast breakfast. Uh, and of course, after that, there would be a mass. And oh yeah, of course, we also have uh, a Monday. It's a very important day, especially for all of the children. It's the favorite day. Could translate it to a wet Monday. So it's a tradition when uh, everyone pretty much pours a lot of water on one another so we would grab buckets we would grab uh, little nerf guns and and whatever you have on hand and you would just basically splash uh, your friends and your family so kids absolutely love it because they can make tricks on their parents and set up traps and and then they would spend half of the day outdoors getting completely soaked and wet of course mothers would be screaming out the window don't get wet because you'll get catch a cold but <laughs> who cares um, and that, I think the water would symbolize kind of, I think it comes from a long time ago and it would symbolize also like cleaning, cleaning your sins and just cleaning because it's spring and, you know, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's Easter. It sounds like an amazing party, <laughs> like loads of fun. That's really wonderful. And how does that translate here in New Zealand? Does it translate perfectly? No, it doesn't because, uh, Polish Catholic is, is a bit like it's different tradition in every country. So uh, right until actually right until this year, we have never done the blessing of the food. It, it doesn't happen here traditionally in the church. Um, this is the first year where we on our on the request of Polish community, uh, we were actually invited to do that. But they couldn't do it on Saturday, so we did it on Wednesday. But still, it was it was an amazing uh, celebration where the kids you know, got all the experience of decorating the baskets and bringing them to church. And it was actually really, really lovely catching up with the whole community of Nelson, uh, of friends and and just uh, having that experience. I think it's important for the kids. So they so they kind of know what what we grew up with and what traditions we had. And as to Sunday uh, morning breakfast, uh, I mean, at my home, we always did have that celebration. We do always prepare traditional kind of foods, special cakes and uh, and just salads and lots of eggs and yeah all the nice things that we eat on e- during easter but with time we kind of got more and more relaxed about it and and this year we are going rock climbing with our friends so we're going to pack up uh, our picnic la- a picnic breakfast with with, uh, with the usual stuff and, and usual food ham and sausage and, and eggs and all of that um, and we will we will go to over the hill to Takakatu to 
have a breakfast there, maybe do a bit of an Easter egg hunt for the kids and then have a have a climbing experience with, with friends and maybe do some kayaking. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like an ama- amazing time together and a really beautiful community-spirited sort of celebration. You, you were showing me photographs of the sausages that you were making um, in preparation for the blessing. Um, tell us a little bit about the sausage. What goes into that um, oh. How do you make it? <laughs> oh, this one is just—it's uh, just what we call a white sausage, uh, which is basically just min- minced pork meat with uh, where we add a bit of bacon uh, for the smoked flavor. Uh, and yeah, so that, that's pretty much it. I'm not going to sell you the secret of. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> no, there's a lot of marjoram and, uh, and salt and pepper, of course. Yeah. But it, this one is, is a very basic one. Um, but in Poland, we we generally eat smoked sausage uh we very rarely eat the the kind of raw sausages that you cook yourself which is by smoked cooked sausages uh they kind of similar to german krinsky or yeah mm. just bratwurst or, mm. or yeah similar to that that type of sausage yes. yeah and um you have other celebrations that happen throughout the year tell us a little bit about those Oh, well, we've got loads. <laughs> Do you want to tell us about your your Christmas, how you celebrate Christ- that? Christmas, yeah, that's another one that's actually a little bit different to what happens here in New Zealand. And I must say, when I first came here, I was a little bit disappointed because the two biggest things that happen for us in Poland don't happen here. So this is the Easter blessing uh, of the food and um, and Christmas Eve dinner. Everybody here celebrates Christmas on Christmas Day, while uh, at home, the biggest celebration, the biggest uh, sort of meal of the year, actually, is that Christmas Eve dinner. But the other difference is that we do not get the gifts from Santa under the Christmas tree. The ones that go under the Christmas tree are officially from the family members. So we put them under the tree before dinner, and everybody knows that it's not Santa who bring, that brings those gifts. Um, and yeah, we have lots of very special kind of winter foods then because of course it's winter in Poland during Christmas. Um, so there's a lot of kind of preserved foods, the foods that you, because we don't have winter in Poland is, is cold. You've got snow. There is no, not mm. traditionally there weren't that much of fresh foods. So it would be all around sort of sauerkraut and dried mushroom and sort of preserved foods. Uh, and we, Traditionally, don't eat meat on Christmas Eve, so that's that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, but look, coming towards Matariki now here in New Zealand, uh, we also do have a, a very special celebration during that time. So it's a summer solstice, of course, the other way around. Here is winter in Poland; it's summer, as the shortest night uh, of the year, and uh, I think it comes from pa- pa- pagan times. Uh, there's also tradition specifically to my city where. Uh, a young girls would uh, weave uh, flower bands for the for their head, and they would throw them onto the river, and then the boys would jump in the river and try try to catch them, oh. and that's how they would kind of match oh, with one so another. Sweet. Yes. Uh, so 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 right now, uh, you know, modern times, uh, we we just have lots of you know concerts and fireworks, mm. and it's just. Yeah, in my city, it's one of the biggest fireworks display in in the year. It's it's, it's spectacular. It's absolutely fantastic. Oh, you miss it. I do. Yeah. I do. I'd love to bring my kids to see that because it's yeah, it's really so, really good. Do you have any ideas how you're going to recreate that this year coming? Yes, we do. Well, actually, we decided uh, it, sort of as our Polish community. 
started missing the Christmas, the wintry Christmas. And then I think it was my English friend who, who said, you know, well, did, you, did you know that Europeans here celebrate uh, midwinter Christmas? And that's how it kind of started. We, we, me and my friends, we would gather together and, and have a bit of a Christmas themed dinner. And then we started booking uh, accommodation like we would go to Marahau and go as a as a bigger group or um, another another part and we just go for the weekend uh, bring a lot of this Polish traditional kind of really aromatic foods that we would normally eat in winter yes. and and just have a nice weekend away with with really nice you know big dinner with uh, just a lot of laughs we have quite a big group now so this time around um, there would be just over over 20 of us mm. and lots of children and yeah it's it's really lovely and and that's what we we're gonna do this year and um, for the matariki long oh, weekend very very special it's, it's lovely just to hear how other cultures celebrate these special days and times together and mm. um, because when you move from another country you know it's like you miss your friends and your family and your experiences and so beautiful that you you can recreate some of that here and and pass that culture on to people who live here or, or even people who live but are from other countries and um, it's just mm. lovely to share and celebrate our cultures like that yes yeah, so actually on that note um of sharing sharing the culture um we used to flat with with my colleague from great britain and her and her daughter would often um join in with with me and my husband and what we were doing in terms of our celebrations and food preparation especially so often um me and my husband would get together in the evening in the in the kitchen and we would start preparing some of the polish traditional foods because they usually take a while to prepare so we would we would sit there and, and start making dumplings and then of course my friend uh you know we would open a bottle of wine and <laughs> they would sit together and and yeah i've taught them how to make polish dumplings uh i've uh, they've learned how to make sauerkraut and they uh, even went with us uh, picking mushrooms so that's another thing that we like to do especially now towards uh, autumn we we like to you know we have a couple of secret spots where we know where to find <laughs> where to forage for yeah. Wild mushroom, and uh, yeah, so they would go with us, and uh, we would have fun just uh, walking, having a walk in the woods, and and uh, yeah, looking for those. And they would help us uh, dry them later on, and, and then share the food with us. Oh, it's yeah. stunning! It's really beautiful. So, Lena, are there any particular Polish foods that would be a bit strange to other cultures to experience or taste? Yes, I think I think you would find quite a few that uh, would be strange, and and I probably didn't like them very much as a child when I grew up. One of the more more unusual ones would be tripe which is basically a pork guts. So uh, we would cook them in the stew with lots of spices and, and other vegetables, like root vegetables. And uh, now that I grew up, I, I actually do quite enjoy it, but, but it was a nightmare when I was a child. <laughs> and there is a few other similar ones because there's actually... Um, yeah, quite a few dishes that involve sort of intestines, like mm. hearts and livers and uh, and kidneys. Yeah, so th th those would be some of the foods that probably would put people off. Yes. Are there any sort of strange things that have happened to you here, um, whether it's something you've tried to eat or some, some kind of custom that's a Kiwi custom that is unusual to you and, and you've had a strange experience? I mean, in terms of kiwi foods, uh, I'm not a particular fan of the raw seafood like uh, akina and and powas. I find them really rubbery, but I've tried all of them. I'm very adventurous if we're talking about food and wherever I'm visiting a country, I love to try different foods. 
So we've tried all of those and, and I must say they're not my favorite. And in terms of customs and sort of behaviors, uh, and I think a lot of foreigners have this issue is the typical potluck dinners and bring a plate kind of thing. Obviously, yeah, the, I have a quite a funny story when um, my daughter used to go to kindy and um, they've announced that there's going to be a Christmas celebration and sort of a Christmas barbecue. And they've asked to bring something for the barbecue. And to me, uh, you know, like a, like a bring a plate for the barbecue. I knew that bring a plate doesn't actually mean bring your own plate with you, which at least I didn't make that a mistake. Uh, but hearing a barbecue and bring something... To me, it was like, okay, barbecue meat. Well, then I'm going to be bringing a lot of meat. So we bought this pork shoulder, a 5 kg of raw meat, meat <laughs> and we just brought it for the barbecue. And how silly it was when we saw all these people with tiny little finger foods on their plates. And here is us with a 5 kg of raw meat for the barbecue. <laughs> yeah. That's the first time I've heard that one. That, that's, that's good. That's really great. Alina, since you've moved to Nelson, Tasman and, and New Zealand, Greater New Zealand, um, what sort of activities do you enjoy doing with your family? We are a very outdoorsy family and one of the reasons we moved to New Zealand is because we love outdoors, we like being uh, outside and, and doing things uh, and climbing mountains and swimming and diving. So this is pretty much what we do. I mean, the typical Kiwi hobby, which is camping, became part of our life. So uh, yeah, we, we've accumulated quite a lot of camping gear and we tend to go camping a couple of times a year yeah a lot of uh, time at the sea uh, you know paddle boarding and kayaking and uh, oh we love skiing that's something we brought from Europe and uh, we absolutely love it so whenever winter comes uh, we try to go to Rainbow and, and have a couple of sessions there and uh, if we have enough time go to Mount Hart and, and have uh, maybe a week off there um, so that's a that, that's a good one that we really enjoy doing yeah. here. Yeah. So, so your kids both ski. Uh, yes, yes. I've got a six-year-old and ten-year-old, and Amazing. they both ski. And yeah. I must say, yeah, the, the older one, uh, yeah, she's she's getting really advanced. I'm kind of kind of slowly getting behind yeah, yeah. It's, it, to me that's amazing because you know coming from South Africa it's just one of the most foreign sports to us <laughs> so so we, we're not quite there yet <laughs> but it's lots of fun yeah yeah, yeah no, and it sounds like you're really active family and New Zealand is a perfect real place to to be able to do all those things which is fantastic so um, Alina thank you so much for coming to share your Polish culture with us at Kiwi Knickknacks and I really really appreciate sort of just an insight into the way you, you share your traditions that you have brought from Poland and share them with other cultures here. So it's lovely to hear all of that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh, no, it's a pleasure. Thank you. So Alina, I'd really love to play a Polish song that's um, sort of, you know, something, something that um, is special to um, maybe Polish culture or even old traditional culture. Um, is, there, is there a song that you particularly like to listen to? Um, I, I quite like Marek Grehuta. He, he, uh, he doesn't sing anymore and it's, it's, it's an older song, but, um, yeah, he, he tends to sing very, very poetic, uh, songs. And, um, the one I particularly like is called The Dni, Których Nie Znamy. Uh, and so it translates to the days that we don't know and I think it's a song about uh, hopes and dreams and what's important in life and uh, what's to come and what's been um, 
yeah, yeah. It's, it's the days that we don't know and, and sometimes those are the most important uh, yeah absolutely um, I can see why that's meaningful to you um, can you do me a favor and and announce the song for me because I can't say the words so if, if you don't mind um, if you just say here is and his name and the name of the song please Here is the song by Marek Grehuta, Dni, Których Nie Znamy. Tyle było dni do utraty sił, do utraty tchu, tyle było chwil, gdy żałujesz ty, z których nie masz nic, jedno warto znać, jedno tylko wiedz. Usłyszysz siebie w takim szumnym skercu, jak rozpoznać ludzi, których już nie znam, jak pozbierać myśli z tych nieposkładanych, jak odnaleźć nagle radość i nadzieję, odpowiedzi szukaj, czasu jest niewiele. This is Layla. You're listening to Kiwi Knickknacks on Fresh FM.
So we send our love over to our families in South Africa and to Poland. Um, and we also think of all the people who are struggling in Europe, especially um, Ukraine and Russia, uh, people who have been neighbors for so long. And um, yeah, our heart goes out to them. So we're thinking of you at Easter time, um, especially your families um, that are represented here in the Tasman Nelson region. Being from Cape Town, South Africa myself, I send love and blessings to South Africa and to all our African neighbours, our friends from Zimbabwe. Here's a beautiful song, um, Africa by Toto, sending blessings to Africa, so with love from Nelson Tasman in New Zealand to you.
You're listening to Kiwi Knickknacks with Lindsay Newman on Fresh FM, broadcasting across the top of the south on 104.8 Nelson Tasman, 107.2 Nelson CBD, 88.9 Blenheim, 95.0 Eastern Golden Bay, and streaming to the planet on freshfm.net and on the accessmedia.nz app. Kiwi Knickknacks is on every Sunday at 8pm New Zealand time. For now, stay well, play lacquer, salani kakuchle, hare tu atu hoki tu mai. And people are the same wherever you go. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the Top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz.